Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this man on. He's got a book out called The Son of the Cali Cartel. His name is William Rodriguez. Uh, William, how are you? Good to see you. Uh, thank you, John. Uh, Joe, the same for you. Uh, it's nice to uh, know you and being, a, being on your show. It's so nice to have you. Now, there's also another name after Rodriguez, isn't there? Excuse me? You have another last name after Rodriguez, yeah, right? The problem is that we Colombian or Latinos always use the, <laughs> the two, uh, the two uh, last names, no? my, the father's and, the, and, and my mother. So my, okay. mother, my mother's last name is Abadia. So my name is William Rodriguez Abadia. Okay, so spell, spell the last one for me. Abadia is A-B-A-D-I-A. Abadia. And I actually have it on the screen now. I, I always found that very interesting. Like, I'm Italian, so my name is Giuseppe Giovanni Sean Pietro Pajarulo. So I've got all these names, too, but we just say Joe Pags. You know, make it easy <laughs> in America, right? Um, it, it's a pleasure to meet you. Um, it, it's it, When we look at the drug cartels and the, the cartels in the 80s compared to what's happening today, we, generally speaking, think about Mexican cartels today because of human trafficking, sex trafficking, and all the drug trafficking coming across the border. But in the 1980s, when you were in the game and when Pablo Escobar was in the game, um, it was a very different story, wasn't it? Yeah, because we control we control the distribution in, in the United States. But now the distribution in the United States is, is done by the Mexican cartels. You know, for all these... And this game that is this justice of, you know, when you uh, a, a little fish will get a, a big one. I, I believe Colombia got tired and they're, they're not distributing the cocaine over here. And the Mexican have taken over, over that, that part of the business. Does the Cali cartel still exist today? No, the Cali cartel died the day I surrendered. That, that day, it was I was the last one, you know, outside and... And when that happened, my father and uncle made an agreement with the American government, and and everything was done. It's uh, William Rodriguez Abadia. He's uh, got a book out called "The Son of the Cali Cartel." You seem to be very uh, to be a very mild mannered person, and from what I understand from researching a little bit, uh, you actually were going to be a lawyer and not going to be involved oh, in the cartel at all. So, uh, what changed? I, I'm I'm a lawyer. No, I graduated from law, and okay. I have two. Days. And I have two master degrees, and yeah, my father pre- prepared myself to be, uh, you know, to run his legal empire because, you know, my father had two. He lived two lives. One was legal. We had a lot of companies, legal companies, and one he was in the night. Like I say, in the day he was a legal, a legal, uh, legal uh, businessman, and in the night he was one of the biggest drug lords that existed in in, in the cocaine business. And so what happened, my father was persecuted, we know, and and everybody was captured and he didn't have nobody else who to turn. So unfortunately, I took that 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 opportunity that he gave me to become him in the street and and that and life's changed, no, because from being a normal person, I, I, I had a lot of power and and that start getting in your head <laughs> no i understand that so your father what was your father's name my father's name is miguel rodriguez orejuela okay so so uh, your your dad was uh by night the 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 biggest drug trafficker possibly in the world and by day he did the legal you know stuff where he did a business that was above board and no problems you were involved in the daytime stuff and then eventually you had to go and help him at night 
Yeah, I helped him in part of the of the deal, no, because uh, he needed somebody who helped him with the corruption, uh, political corruption, and 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 the legal part of the you know that moment he was in jail, he was facing thirty years, so. I helped them, you know, make make all the arrangements to try to to come out some days, not from prison, but United States uh, will never forget will never forget them for what they did, and and then they were, you know, I started here to United States and, and did uh, other. Uh, he, they had another sentence of thirty years. Wow. It is uh, William Rodriguez Abadia. Go get his book. It's called The Son of the Cali Cartel. We are presented in America because of Hollywood that the cartels in Colombia in the 80s, every day you woke up and killed somebody. Everybody was killing everybody. It was nothing but violence. It was nothing but flash. And I think it's because of Pablo Escobar and how he lived and the fact that he wanted to be in government, which didn't make any sense. But um, what was the day-to-day like? Was it where you woke up every day and somebody had to die? Or was it not like that? Do we glorify it in America? No, no. Uh, our life, were, uh, our story is a little different, but unfortunately, we had to face Escobar in '88. But uh, 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 after, before that, it was very different. You no, know, my father was more in the business uh, thing of, of, of this this type of a crime. He only was in it for making money and making and legalizing all his money to to different company. You know, we had we, we have one of the most big. Uh, pharmacies in in Colombia, and this moment we we, we don't own it anymore because we we surrendered to the to the government. But in this moment, it's one of the fifty more important companies in Colombia. More than than five thousand people work there. So we were we were different, and and that the the way we saw our business. You know, abandoned is abandoned. Whenever whenever you do something wrong, you have to face the consequences. But right. We face different uh, a different way this this operation, but unfortunately, but we got this guy uh, didn't forgive us because we didn't follow him in in his crusade against right. the the country and the poli- and the politicians, and and then he 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 wanted to wipe us out, and then my father and uncle. But defending themselves, and when that happened, things changed because when you are facing a monster, you have, you have to come convert in a monster, right? So, yes. To, to beat him. No, that's true. It's uh, William Rodriguez Abadia. By the way, uh, I'm really glad our friend Javier, our mutual friend, connected us. I really appreciate him doing that, and I appreciate you coming on today. But let me ask you about Colombia as a country. Why was Colombia so good, or, or why was it so available to make so much cocaine in the 1980s? Uh, I know that there was a demand here, and the usage of cocaine here really fed the billions of dollars in cocaine that was being managed. But why is Colombia, is it the way that the grass grows? Is it the the, no, the, no, the no. tropical atmosphere? Why was Colombia the right country? No, I believe it was the, the right com- country because it's, 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 it's in, a, in a part of in South America where you come in or you are, you, you, you go, go out, right? It's in, it's in all, all the north in, in, in facing the two seas. Okay. So they had a lot of ways to take the drugs out, but... but uh, in Colombia, the, it doesn't grow the best cocaine. The best cocaine is grown in Peru oh, wow. or Bolivia. But the Colombians took over that business, and because when people think about Colombia, they believe uh, uh, drug trafficking starts in Colombia and finishes in Colombia. But no, we started that in in the seventies. And, and so it was because it was easier to transport it from Colombia because of where it is geographically. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's why. That's why United States wanted Colombia too, like a strategic part, uh, because there you control what comes out and what comes into to South America. John Gotti in New York, historically, be, was one of the mob bosses in the Costa Nostra, the mob in New York, of the five <laughs> families. He was the Gambino family boss, but he was very flashy. He wanted the cameras. He wanted, uh, they called him the Teflon Don because they couldn't make charges stick to him. Uh, he was a guy that was in the forefront, in all the magazines, and because of his arrogance and because he was out there like that, that probably is what brought down the families. If I see Pablo Escobar as a similar guy that wanted the flash, wanted the cameras, wanted the notoriety, and even ran for government and wanted to be the president of Colombia or something. So if if not for Pablo Escobar, might the, the cartel still be in action today? I believe that, that maybe maybe yes, because, you know, in, in, the, in, in the end of the 70s and, 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 and the first years of the 80s, uh, dog trafficking was almost accepted in Colombia because everybody was making a lot of money. Right. And it was a. It was a. You know, Colombia is a very poor uh, country, and there were no opportunities, so everybody was making huge amounts of money. You know, the banks, the uh, the people who sell properties, everything. Uh, and then this guy, like you say, started. You know, uh, believing he could be president of Colombia, and I believe it was his worst mistake, and changed all that. No, because he started. Uh, violence crimes against politicians, putting bombs, killing innocent people, and and then what? And one day was almost accepted as legal in Colombia. It, it become like a you know satanized everything, and and everything fell fell apart. It, it's uh it's amazing what one man can do. We're also led to believe in America that the Kelly and Medellin cartels hated each other. Did you guys get along for a while, or did you always dislike each other? No, no. At first, they they had relations because my uncle was very close to one of uh, Pablo associate, uh, the Ochoa brothers, because he he was he was laundering a lot of money through a banks in Panama, and they were associates and that. But then Pablo started doing all this, you know, bull bull stuff and killing people, and and we didn't we weren't you know our our war was. Against the the state, against United States was legally. You know, we we fought legally, yeah. and and we were we didn't believe in 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 bombs and and those type of stuff. So this guy, you know, he got upset with us, and and he waited a moment, so he declared a, a war against us, and and that's why I believe he lost because he was fighting different wars at the same time, and you cannot fight with everybody. <laughs> I agree. That makes a lot of sense. It's William Rodriguez Abadia. He, he's got a book called The Son of the Cali Cartel. Go get this, The Son of the Cali Cartel. I really appreciate you coming on today. Um, as we watch the show Narcos, I know that you're not very happy with what they showed in Narcos because it seems to be upside down from what you're telling me. And in that show, correct me if I'm wrong, I think they depicted you as being killed. No, not only being killed. Uh, I, I I was I, I was shot eight times in in Colombia. Uh, in well, the, I mean, I'm, but I'm talking to you now, William. So you didn't die, obviously. And, I, and I'm so I'm so glad you're alive. But in the show, they showed you dying, didn't they? Yeah, but because they made a character that's that's not me, you know. And they made a lot of harm to 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 me because they put me like I was a hitman, a right. crazy. Lunatic, they wanted to kill everybody, and uh, I'm not that person. Uh, people know me. No, I'm a. Lo- I'm, I was a lawyer, and 
and and everybody in in this organization had a role and my role was was the legal part in the corruption that's that was what i did and and that's why i had to pay my uh, my for my crimes and and i did but that 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 show really do a lot of harm to me because you know it's I I done I done a lot of bad things, but I paid for them. But I was not a killer. Yeah, no, and that's not okay to, to act like you were. Now they did change the first name, but they still used the last name Rodriguez, and they said <laughs> that you were your father's son. So it was definitely about you. And and if, if you if if you see six months before that show, they, they were using my name. Oh, the William Rodriguez is going to be interpreted by this guy, you know. So. In the end, and then and the only thing they did in, in in the end was, oh no, this sorry, this was not the real William Rodriguez, but there was a little article like this, and and they and and, and they were uh, you know doing promotion for more a year of this uh, on this show, and and they made a lot of harm, and not only to me because you know when you see those this kind of shows, really they're glorifying this activity, yes, because they're. There are ten, 10 chapters, and nine and a half are glorifying, and and one and half a chapter you die or, or you go to prison. But in in the first you're glorifying, look, saying to the kids, this is the way. So people unfortunately look up to us like we were, you know, special people, and we're not. We're people who who bleed. People that made a lot of mistakes, and that's why we. I'm glad I'm glad you said that because I think a lot of people are confused. Uh, William Rodriguez Abadia, get his book. It's called The Son of the Cali Cartel. Uh, compare the, the cartels in Colombia in the 80s to the cartels today when it comes to human trafficking and sex trafficking. Like the Mexican cartels, they, they will kidnap somebody, hold them for ransom or cut their heads off. Or, or they will they will take little boys and little girls so that adults can get across the border illegally. Um, they're in a whole different business, aren't they? Yeah, but in Colombia, part of the of, of the drug trafficking was that way. You know, Pablo was a, a very violent people and, and a violent man, and and then other organizations had done a lot of crimes because they were they were they were they were not uh, drug traffickers. They were thieves. They wanted to to rob everybody, and yes. and and maybe those are the ways are they're doing now in Mexico. No, I don't know a lot about that. I, what what I hear and what I are we? And but in the end, nobody can can survive. No, you, you can survive ten or fifteen years. I believe my uh, my father's organization was the one that survived more. But in the end, you're gonna lose because it's a war against a uh, United States, and in the end, you you lose. So in the uh, so you know, sometimes I tell people this story. When my father had more money and, and, and more power, he had to hide in in, in walls in, in in apartments. So that's like that's the life you want. I don't, I don't believe that's 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 the way. Maybe I find out the the hard way. No, maybe in one part of the story, I believe because I was you know a loyal soldier soldier fighting a war against my family. But in the end, when when you have to suffer a lot and you have to see your kids suffer, your wife suffer, and and in the end. It doesn't pay off. Yeah, no, absolutely right. William Rodriguez Abadia, get his book. It's called The Son of the Cali Cartel. Let me ask you this, and we don't have much time here, but um, did the United States government, did the CIA work with you guys in any form or fashion? They they worked 
by us, but by different, you know, they, they, they had, they were working with, with a group that we were finance, finance, the Pepe's against Pablo Escobar. In the end, everybody knows that my father, uncle, and uh, Cali Cartel were the guys who, who, who in, um, I, let's say 100%, 60% was their the ability to, you know, get money, uh, get information, and, and that's why Pablo was, was killed. Did, did you guys get Pablo Escobar, or did the United States get him? No, there was ours, and everybody knows that. And yeah, but we're, a, we're told that, that we got him. No, no, no. That's that's not the truth. Pablo Escobar was killed by what a mix of uh, people from my father's organization called the Pepes and the police of Colombia. Uh, amazing uh, history. I'm so glad that you're out now. I'm glad that you've, you, you've turned a, a new a new life. You're no longer anything like that, and you know that it was wrong what you guys were doing back then. And I love that you've got a, a book out. It's called The Son of the Cali Cartel, William Rodriguez Abadilla. William, will you come back on the show again? Whenever you need me, Joe, I'm here for, for you and, and people. And, and, and any question that people want to, to, you know, uh, answers, uh, I'm here to help you. And, yeah. Buy the book and find out the real story of the Cali Cartel. It's, it's not what Netflix told. <laughs> no, it sounds like it's very different. The son of the Cali Cartel, it's William Rodriguez Ebedia. Thank you, William. I appreciate you. Thank We're back you. after this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Hopefully you got something out of that interview with William Rodriguez Abadia. You can uh, check that out tonight on Rumble. I'll put that up. I'll put up the interview with uh, Jamie and Michelle as well as put up the uh, the PAGS parody next to the Corvette. Let's do some pop culture. Pop. Dirty pop. Yo. Hi, Polo. What's happening? So have you seen this, uh, I guess, new information regarding uh, Lisa Marie Presley's death? Did not. Okay, so uh, TMZ is reporting that her heart had stopped a second time after she was hospitalized. Um, and when her heart had stopped the first time and they brought her in, um, her, her, she had been pronounced brain dead at the time. Oh, wow. So they, her parents, her family had, had put in a do not resuscitate order. And, uh, and then once her pulse stopped the second time, when, she, when her heart stopped, that's when she passed. Also said, all right, man, I appreciate that. Thank you, Polo. Thank you, Sam. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show. 